can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. Do you need an amazing waterproofing product? Look no more. BaseCrete is the number one cementitious 100% waterproofing membrane with a proprietary blend of polymers and specialized content. An easy to use all-in-one waterproofing membrane and bond coat that provides exceptional strength and unparalleled adhesion, yet remains flexible to absorb movement and the underlining concrete structure. With its range of application, BaseCrete is the ideal solution to protect or repair any concrete structure for use in swimming pools, roofs, terraces, foundations, cellars, deck, etc. It adheres directly to the substrate. No primer, no bond coat. How easy is that? We now continue with part two of Heather's interview with Vito Mariano, president of BaseCrete Technologies. Hey guys, Heather here with Hump Days with Heather on the Talking Pools podcast. I hope you're having an amazing day, as always. So I've had a very eventful um, past two weeks. We have laid my grandmother to rest, who was the beacon of our family. So I'm pretty upset about that, but she has completely lived a full life. So I'm very thankful for that. Well, on to the fun activities of today. I hope y'all are going to the Las Vegas Pool and Spa Show because I plan on being there. I haven't booked my stuff yet, but I need to. I have um, debated on which days to go, but I'm going to look at it and see. I haven't even looked at the classes or anything, so I'm a little behind on that. <laughs> but I plan on being there. Hubby may come with me. Depends on kiddo and all that situation. But this episode, I want to talk about pool building and how you can better communicate with your clients. We're in a pool build right now. Obviously, it's what I do. And this stupid wall has caved in going on the third time. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to throw some concrete, mix it in, throw it. And hopefully that wall stops effing caving in because I'm sick of it, right? Well, the homeowner, you know, is getting a little worried because it's caved in a lot and I've already dug it twice because the amount that it's caved in, luckily, luckily, I don't have the steel and the plumbing in yet. And I'm waiting on the weather here to put the void boxes in. We've had no rain for 90 plus days and then all of a sudden it's raining, 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 which very thankful we need the rain. However, I don't need this much rain. I need to be able to put my void boxes down and put my steel in and my plumbing in and my gun night and be done with that se section of the pool build. I'm just like, am I wicks in, right? So how do we effectively communicate this with the homeowner when they're already, you know, stressed enough with everything going on with the pool build itself? So I am very thankful for this particular client because my other builds don't need the the void boxes or anything. So she has been super amazing. She's been super understanding. And 
part of that is because of my communication that I've I've had with her from from day one. So I do my builds a lot differently than most people in the DFW. From what I've been told it, by homeowners is like when I schedule my pool builds, I don't give them the entire schedule up front. So again, that communication, that expectation that you set at the beginning of that pool build needs to be there from start to finish. I schedule my dig is this day. And then my goal is void boxes this day, depending upon weather, always depending upon weather, especially in Texas. And I know Florida the same way. And then you've got your steel, your plumbing, so on and so forth. So I always tell my clients, okay, we're going to schedule the first phase, as I call it, which is going to be your dig, your void boxes if needed, and piers if that's needed as well. Like this particular pool has piers, it's got void boxes, so a little bit more extra steps because that soil is just horrible. And then, of course, your plumbing and steel, electrical, and then your shoot, your gut night, or shot creed, whatever you choose to do. So I schedule all that up front, and then from there, I don't even work on the rest of the schedule until we get that done and we pass that inspection. So that automatically sets that expectation for that client to understand that, hey, this is here, and then once that's done, then we can move forward with second schedule. Of course, I already have the other people lined up, like tentatively, of course, but we do like the in-house tile and pavers and coping, so that's all in-house. So I've already got my guy sort of lined up for that blocked out, you know, a week or two for that. But as we all know, that never lines up accurately. I was supposed to do the void boxes Monday, but weather Monday is going to be great. But Tuesday is like 60% chance of rain and I can't get those void boxes wet. So that homeowner has that expectation of, okay, she's communicating with me. She knows what's going on. And even the cave-in, like I, I told her, I'm like, I, I anticipated a cave-in. That's normal because I checked the weather. And I was hoping it wouldn't because, you know, Texas weather is never accurate all the time. So I told her that and she was well aware of that. And then so round two for digging excavation. Here we go. <laughs> so now and then she just texted me yesterday and was like, hey, um, we've got a cave in on one of the walls, but we put plywood up and all that. So hopefully that helps it. I haven't gone out there yet. I'm going to go out there on Monday and figure that part out. So hopefully it's okay and I can just compact it back in there and then shoot the rest with backfill with, with shotcrete and or just put the um, backfill back in there where it goes. Launch your product with the Talking Pools podcast by placing your ad here. For information on sponsoring the Hump Days with Heather podcast, contact us at talkingpools at gmail.com. Expectations with communication is important no matter if you're building, if you're remodeling, if you're renovating, if you're weekly cleaning. I can't stress this, stress this enough. It's it makes our industry look horrible when we have so many upset customers because our expectations that we provide to our customers are not set at the beginning. Like my even my renovations, my expectation is set at the very beginning for every job that I do, whether it is 
just a plaster or it's plaster tile and coping or we're adding or we're changing depth or whatever that may be, that expectation has to be set at the beginning of the stage. When we set our expectations, it's during the estimating process, actually, we tell all of our clients, like on pool builds, hey, I do things a lot differently than most pool builds. I'm not going to give you the entire schedule. It's just not possible whenever I'm scheduling all this and you've got inspections and you've got weather and you've got, you know, people that call in sick. You know, I, I just can't physically tell you dig day is here. My completion date is going to be here. You will always run over that completion date 90 to 80% of the time you're going to run over because of one of those issues. So we set those expectations at the beginning during the estimate and the same with our remodels. Now, do you sometimes give the entire schedule? Of course, I'm like tentatively, this is my goal. However, don't set those expectations as a completion because of X, Y, and Z. And 98% of that time, my homeowners are actually thankful for that because it sets that expectation for them and they don't have in the back of their mind, okay, well, I was supposed to already be at gun night this phase in this pool build, which I was, but cave-ins happen. And now, and by communicating with her, she's like, okay, I already had that expectation of this was supposed to be set here. However, we had this issue come up here. So where are we at with what's going on? With that being said, she has been a lot more lax than, you know, say some other builders that have upset clients because we're pushed behind and they don't understand, you know, people that are building pools, like the consumers, not us, they don't understand the process that goes behind the pool building. So they don't understand the engineering that goes on. They don't understand, like, if this happens, what we have to do to adjust, so on and so forth. So it helps them understand that process a little more as well, because I'm a little bit more detailed in my clients. I'm not just like, okay, Dig, plumbing, steel, electrical, bam. I give them reasons. You know, obviously the dig is pretty self-explanatory. The reasons why we have to do stuff in certain order or if something happens. I elaborate to let them understand what's going on and to help them be reassured that it's not abnormal and that they don't need to freak out because it's already stressful for them. They see their entire backyard tore up. They see a mess. They see this big hole in the ground with nothing happening. So they're already stressed. So just ease that stress for them and make them understand that you have it under control and you know what's going on as well as you're keeping them informed with that process. So I hope that as an industry, we can come together and better communicate with our clients because I think the top issue and complaint with most of our competition is communication. I get calls all day long that say, hey, I've called X company like five times and I can't get them, I can't get them to call me back and I don't understand why. Like, do they not want my business? Are they too busy? What's going on? Like, why, why aren't they calling me back? Our goal and my company is to answer that phone call in the first time. And we have processes in my company where if we don't pick up the phone, we're going to call them back whether they left a voicemail or not, unless we know it's spam. Obviously, I'm not going to call that back, but that communication process is still there from my front admin to the sales process to the execution of the contract. You have to keep that expectation alive and follow it. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this little tidbit. And I hope to see you at Vegas if y'all go to the Vegas show. I'm planning on going. I don't know what day yet, like I said, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look. I've got to kind of get everything in order because my grandma was in the hospital for a while. So I've been out of town for a little bit. And then, you know, she passed. So we've been dealing with that and family and all that. 
But nonetheless, we're back at it, and I will see you next week. Bye, guys. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 